you're listening to. Does not constitute financial advice and advice of any such form. Is that for me? Is that a cue for me? No, 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 no. It's all right. Hold on. (laughs) Keen. That's what I like. We like keen, ladies and gentlemen. And let me turn over the screen because I've got a a guest with us. I've got Craig. uh, uh, Is it Absir? Yeah, Absir. Absir. Fantastic. Craig, pleasure to meet you. Craig, why don't you you introduce yourself? Tell us your background, first of all. Um, so, uh, I've been a poker player for like the last 13 years. Um, I got into Bitcoin because there were, uh, poker sites out there, um, Bitcoin. And, um, I got in around, well, I, I knew about Bitcoin in like 2012 when one of our buddies was talking about it constantly. He's yeah. like, oh, you got to get into this. It's amazing. It's going to change the whole way. Like money's going to work. Uh, but it's only, I only started buying in in like 2013 uh, when it was like a hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and um, I got lucky. We made a lot of bitcoins on this poker site, uh, and in that time, it went from a hundred to a thousand. So then I started to just find out more and more what it was about, and really try to uh, understand the sort of philosophy and the concept of what Bitcoin actually is. So. Um, I really started getting interested um, when sort of the debate came about what should we what what should happen with the you know the one megabyte block, mm. and I always had the philosophy that if you if it, this wants to get big, if this wants to become like the next big thing, it has to um, it can't stay at one megabyte. It just doesn't make any sense. Mm. So um, yeah, and that's how I got interested into. Um, well, Bitcoin Cash, and then, uh, and then, the arguments between Bitcoin Cash and Bitcoin SV. I obviously went on the side of uh, yeah, Bitcoin SV. So wow, so you've been watching I've... for quite a while. Then you've been seeing this. And just quickly, we got we got a few people now yeah. joining us live. So apologies uh, for some reason. The title says Daniel Conley Terranode. I will change the title yeah. after the show. So do not worry. I'm here with Craig. He's telling us his BSV story and uh, telling us his thoughts. So stick around, people. If you're on Periscope or Mixer or D D Live, just leave a comment. I'm watching here now. So uh, Toshi, I can see Toshi's joined us in the room. Um, so yeah, t- take us back through. So, so you're seeing all of this kind of add up and you're thinking, do you know what? This is this is the right way to go about it over at Bitcoin SV. Sure. Yes, yes, absolutely, absolutely. And um, actually, I should mention one other thing. Uh, I, um, in 2000 and June, 2017, um, so I've actually been based in Thailand for like the last uh, 10 years. Mm -hmm. And, um, there was, there's like a big nomadic, uh, what's that like digital nomad group. Mm -hmm. And, um, we, uh, set up an ICO actually. And the ICO was, um, to tokenize, uh, stocks, stocks and shares. So we raised a million dollars. But our, our target was two million, and we gave that all back. Um, so, so I, I do have some. Um, so, so I, I mean, I, I sort of got caught up in that too. So, I've I've been through all the um, trends and all the um, 
shit coins. Call it, like, Don't worry about yeah, it. The, We've the, all been yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, and you get caught up in it and yeah. the, the, the bubble, the mindset, and yeah. um, we were one of the only projects, you know, to, to, to give back all, all the money back. Well done. Um, yeah. So, um, because we knew we couldn't complete the project with, uh, with that amount of money. And now... Um, the, the people that I'm working with, we're trying to actually, well, we're working with a futures broker and he's, we've created a, a separate division. Um, so the, the brokerage is called Zena. Um, they've been in business for like 40 years and we're setting up Zena Digital, which will be uh, asset, uh, sort of like, yeah, digital assets. But I'm really trying to focus to tell them that, you know, Bitcoin SV is the real Bitcoin, mm. but it's hard for the uh, traditional finance space to see that, especially since, you know, the CME is uh, treating Bitcoin as BTC. Mm. So uh, there's still a lot of challenges that Bitcoin SV needs to overcome in order to, um, you know, change the world. Mm. You really, we really have to change the mindset of um, what people think Bitcoin actually is. Mm. How would you describe what the real Bitcoin is? That's a great question. So I actually think it's a mix of data and money. Brilliant. Um, it's sort of integrated into one system. Mm -hmm. um, so originally I thought it was just uh, an economic sort of a, a, a new money, mm. a, a new hard money. Mm. But now I'm understanding it more to be uh, sort of an, an, an integration of both, mm. um, and that and that creates more stability. Mm. Sorry, my mum's just cooking. Uh, Good bit of cooking there. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. What we got for I'm, dinner? I'm, my... <laughs> I'm hungry. <laughs> so yeah, just boiling the kettle. Oh, well, it's all right, okay. sorry, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, I'm staying at my mum's place. I've just uh, moved back to the UK, so now we're in quarantine. It's a bit uh, fantastic. I bit, have a bit of, of tea, a trip. <laughs> Two sugars in mine. No, that's All fascinating. Right. Your, your, your your understanding of Bitcoin, just as many of us in the space has has evolved and is sure, evolving. Exactly. Tell us what you're seeing about Bitcoin SV right now as an ecosystem. Where are we at the moment? What do you, what the challenge is? You mentioned a couple of challenges. Tell us tell us your take. Well, I, I think we're in the really undeveloped stage right now. It's um we're we're sort of at the the the, the building blocks and. Um, I was expecting the last year to go a bit quicker. I, I, I'm, I'm expecting to see more. Th uh, I guess I've been hoping to see more things that uh, applications, tools that just the average person can use that is going to be, um, yeah, revolutionary. And um, I've seen some tools that are sort of trying to copycat the old tools. Um, I mean, Twitch is kind of cool. That's... Uh, you know, you can start monetizing your own, um, yeah, like it, like like Twitter, right? It's just sort of a, a copycat of Twitter. But I want to see something that's going to fundamentally change the way, um, so, something totally new, essentially. That that that's what I that's what I what, what I want to see. So so far, what I've been seeing, um, and I've tried to dabble around in it, is you know, unwriters tools. They're really amazing, and I try to get into the deeper understanding of them yep. but they're, they're they're quite techy and you need a lot of time and patience in order to start using or creating some of the tools like new tools on top of his tools yeah yeah 
it feels very much like Unwriter's tools are the building blocks on which the architecture of tomorrow will be built. And it's almost yeah, like it, it's like the, these these uh, underlining um, materials that are being developed by not just Unwriter and other people in the space will allow us to stand on the shoulders of giants. I'm interested in the fact that you, you, you say a year's gone by, you, you want, I'm having a deja vu moment right now, actually, funnily enough. Um, really. um, yeah, synchronicity. Eh? Um, but but this whole kind of, it does feel slow sometimes, doesn't it? You kind of just want yeah. to gee the boat along. Come on, right. you know. And, right, right. Um, I mean, I mean, how's your take for things unfolding? Because we've got the halvening happening. You know, we, we've got all this court case stuff that's got to clarify. It feels like everyone in crypto has been waiting for the Kleinman case to finalise more than they have Santa Claus. Poor old Santa Claus at Christmas. No one cared about Santa Claus. They were like, when's the Kleinman case going to finish? Right. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. What's your take? Of I think that's a bit of a distraction a little bit because... Because that's just like the background to the person who built Bitcoin. So, and if you believe that Craig Wright is Satoshi, then the Kleinman case doesn't really matter too much. I mean, it is going to help affirm people who are in the middle or people who um, don't believe it start believing it, which I guess will be good for Bitcoin. But it's not going to create new new tools like i want to see something new right this is a new technology this is something groundbreaking and in order for it to be become amazing and revolutionary there has to be new things that we haven't thought about being created and that climate that climate case isn't gonna do that so um i'm more focused on okay so there's a few things i'm focused on i'm focused on the things that you can do on it Mm-hmm. But, um, and then I'm focused on the, the, the monetary aspect side of it, which is how are people going to start getting money into Bitcoin? Because right now, the only ways we've got are, um, yeah, these like shitcoin exchanges, mm-hmm. which aren't good, which is one of the reasons why I am. Um, I'm helping out with, you know, Zayn Digital because they're in the traditional finance space. So if it's if there's like an, uh, a, a real on ramp that you can get on that's legit mm. that that is going to help gr- grow the space mm. so oh, yeah i want to see i want to see um the traditional finance space create better vehicles to get in and i want to see new amazing new applications that mm-hmm. an idiot can use right mm-hmm. like j- just how anyone can use a mobile phone mm. i want to see that on, on 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 bitcoin and right now you have to be extremely technical yes. I, i'm not i'm not a technical person at Me all too. i'm just Me trying too. yeah I'm, I'm just trying to learn a, a bit of these things and yeah i spent like a few weeks trying to go through unwriter tools and i understand quite a bit of it but i don't know how to use them. code or me, imp- me yeah, too exactly. me too i i parallel transactions i was like wow this is great you know bit, right. uh, toy chain you know but i'm there also thinking i can't use toy chain but i um I understand, obviously, they're, they're the building bricks for tomorrow, that sort of stuff. I'm, I'm actually quite fascinated by your insight with this usability, with, with these innovative apps. One of the problems we, we have is, is people, people are going to have to learn how to make startups. And, and I've, I, right. you know, we, we're in the process of making a business. Um, I don't know why we're launching it in the pandemic, but it's a perfect time to do it for us. <laughs> we're, we're trying to make a music distribution, video distribution. Yes, service, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. So we, we understand that we can't make a MetaNet app straight away because we're going to need about two million 
in, in finance, yeah? But the way mm -hmm. we're going about it is to do incremental um, genetic upgrades that move the thing from a traditional app to a MetaNet app. Right, so we understand right. there's a process. That's how we're going about it. Any insight on that or perhaps advice for people out there that are having a bootstrap stuff that, you know, are not familiar, you know, to, to make a MetaNet app, you're talking about have, a lot of... I have of, no clue. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm honestly not the person to ask. That's um, fine. You never know that. I, I, would say, I would say the best thing you can do is uh, if you're going to try and start building something, which is what I was trying to do, um, is look at the Unwriter tools. Yeah. Look at the Unwriter tools and... Um, have you been on Atlantis? Are you using? Do you of course, use Atlantis, Atl Atlantis yeah. Slack is is for anyone out there is who wants to learn that dev uh, from uh, from those people. They can go on the Slack and hang out with that community. It's a community on right, within right. the BS. It's good. It's, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Very techy. A lot of lot of tech coming out of their space. Um, please. Yeah. So so yeah, I would just say if you want to start, um, if you. It's better to have a background in some kind of like technical applications. If you've if you've coded before, then um, it, you can use it. I've never co coded it before, so I had to sort of. Um, but, well, the thing, the, the interesting thing about Unwriter's tools is that um, they seem like very very basic, which is really really good because you don't have to be that technical to get a grasp of them. It's just a lot of reading and a lot of like trying to digest the information that each of these tools actually provide. And then um, because there's a lot of tools, you've got to like do a lot of reading and a lot of digesting and then seeing how they can sync with one another to create a certain thing that you want to, mm -hmm. to, to use. If you, if you have an idea, you, you should, yeah, just, try and build off it. So what you were saying with, you want to create um, a music, like a music sharing platform, mm. uh, you have the idea first, and then you try and use the traditional, I'm assuming you, you, the way you said it is that you're trying to use the traditional um, sort of, um, yeah, applications mm. and tools first, and then trying to um, change it slowly into a MetaNet application. Mm. Right. That, is, that, is, that, is that the way yeah, that's our how process. you're trying to do it? That's yeah. how we're going. Because we, we, the way we understand it, we'd need $2 million up front. No one's got that. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot so, of money. Yeah. So our, our best approach is to, is to do it incrementally um, right. and, and add genetic upgrades that slowly move it from a traditional app to a MetaNet based app. That's, that's our approach. I mean, if anyone's right. got any advice out there, you know, <laughs> we're up. Yeah, I learning, agree. You know, because um, it's such yeah, a no, huge yeah. leap. It's, just, it's such a huge leap, isn't it? And, it? and and like you say, there's a lot of tools we know that are going to be coming out over the next year that we want in. So, we, we, you know, we've got to wait for those tools to emerge and then we integrate those in. And uh, what's your, what's your, what's your favourite projects in the BSV space or things that you're really liking? So, um, in, t in terms of like the, the usable, most tangible ones, like the, the one that anyone can get on, it's like Twitch. I, I guess it's uh um and then um the other yeah see see this is what i mean there's not that many amazing applications so not far there's a few there's days. a few little things like peer games kind of cool they're all kind of gimmicky so yeah, far yeah yeah there, there, there's nothing that really is like standing out and shining yeah. um but i still have a lot of faith in in, yeah. in bitcoin and i can see the the, the architects building mm. on top of it so i i i, I believe we're going to 
we're gonna see, get see there. something yeah we're gonna get there and it's i i you just have to have patience mm. that's what i feel like you have to have patience and the last year's ta taught me like don't rush or don't hope for things you know to come straight away because that's it, it it takes time it really does take a lot of time um and the best thing we can do is uh yeah create ideas try and formulate them try and build upon them and um yeah just keep building i, I mean i guess that's been the message of the last year mm. and maybe only a few a small percent of people have, have really started to you know build mm. um yeah I, it takes time these things doesn't yeah, it I, do exactly. you know what it's actually quite refreshing that, that you're giving that take actually because i see that as well i mean we we all want things to move faster than they do sometimes but sometimes right. it can't move fast because there's a process that needs to occur you know and you know rome wasn't built in a day right right exactly they needed exactly. stone and stuff to build the architecture of tomorrow i mean um right i'm fascinated by your comments on dr Wright as well i think i i agree with you there i think sometimes you know the noise gets in in the way of the message um, mm -hmm. but i think the message is slowly coming out people are waking up i mean what what was the real thing that that moved you to make a change and start realizing about bsv um in, in what respect well what, I, what, I, what was the point for you for you craig that you thought you know what bsv i'm i'm liking the tech i can see in what's happened now this this could be the real bitcoin actually you know oh, small okay okay in that, in that, yeah just um so i actually did listen to a lot of uh craig right there was one video in particular that i really really liked um let's see, let me i'll just see if i can get it it's uh it's on youtube um it's like from two years ago let, let, let me find it was it the one with him and Jimmy talking MetaNet and token? No, no, no. It's no. It's not the one with Jimmy. It's it's him by himself. It's uh, Columbia. He talked, uh, is his name Dan something? Dan no, Conley. Was, no, 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 no. Um, yeah, just, just for everyone okay, listening, we know okay, the title is yeah, incorrect. Just, I'm gonna. Here we go. Okay, so uh, just type in Craig Wright, John Matonis, Matt, 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 M O T O N I S, and it's from two years ago but it's a really good example of what bitcoin is oh wow bitcoin yeah i and love that i love that video that's the video where if anyone remembers he goes if you won't put 10 grand into right, a note right. if you right. won't give back what bitcoin's giving that's you it, financial yeah. sovereignty fuck off <laughs> right 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 exactly exactly but in and that speech what was it that, that you really liked go for it well he goes through he goes what uh yeah, he talked about Bitcoin being a small uh, world network. Yep. He uh, he goes through. Oh my god, I, I've not listened to it in a while, but he he, he goes through quite a lot of things. Um, like the, the yeah, the graph theory that it's not um, it's not quite a small that yeah that, that's yeah exactly how how bad Segwit is. Yeah, um, how it can sort of get um, sort of siphoned off the network. Uh, it he, he goes through. And then he basically lays his stance, and this is even before uh, this is before Segwit happened, right? Yeah, yes, um, yes. When they were just talking about it, trying to push uh, it through, and he was trying. They, yes, yes. It was. Wait, wait. This is a two. Though it's two two years old, I think the video was. Yeah, it was before before Segwit because Segwit was what August two thousand seventeen. So yeah, this was before just before Segwit, and he was trying to basically inform the bit. Bitcoin community 
what Bitcoin actually is. Yeah. So, so that we wouldn't have to go through all this crap that we're going through now, essentially. Yeah. So, um, jeez, right. history didn't le- listen, and now we're yeah. going through all this. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. I mean, honestly, we've, we, we've been set so far back because yeah. of uh, Segwit and this um, sort of corrupted mindset of, uh, you know, high fees are great, and that yeah. you, need, you need to. Everybody needs to have their own node. It's like it's such. Um, this is really, I think that's the, the the struggle that Bitcoin SV is gonna gonna have is um, these people uh, sort of enlightening enlightening these people. And I know, like Dan, um, what's his name, the Emperor of Bitcoin, uh, Daniel Crowitz. Daniel Crowitz, yep. Yeah, he he's like just don't bother, don't bother wasting time and energy. He's, he it. said then, he would say right? don't inform them because the purpose is to collect as many bitcoins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that's like the selfish uh, aspect, which I kind of understand. Uh-huh. Um, but I also think uh, if you let people or if you people need to be sort of enlightened. Yes. Um, and um, the more people that we get to see why not like ev- why everyone shouldn't run their own node. Yeah, you know? yeah, and yeah. Why and, and, and how. Um, Segway is better. That is for for a network. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, the 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 better it is, and the more people that will join, and then we actually create um, a a real massive network. We're trying to Bitcoin is trying to be the biggest network that there's ever been, mm. and that that's going to it's going to be its own form of consciousness, essentially. Yeah. What well, AI? Um, are you saying AI, global computing, well, parallel transactions, yeah. on-chain? Well, we're, we're going to be able to put so much information onto a network. Yeah. And that information has so much value. Like, yes. think about all the information that's been lost throughout the ages. Yeah. So we're in, like, the beginning parts right now, the beginning parts of creating this informational network that's going to be used throughout history. So, um, the, we, we can't imagine what kind of information we're going to put on that. And then when, with information, you can draw out new information, right? That's like statistics and analyzing statistics. And like, I come from a poker background and we use statistics a lot in order to understand our, our opponents and to understand like how to create a better strategy. Yep. And it's like there's like a plethora of statistics that come from just like the very small uh, amounts of information you can derive very you, you can analyze it and create new new information from it so if you're putting like as much information into this network as possible you'll be able to derive even more information from that um and that just that has tons and tons of value so, so that that's that's the thing that I'm I'm wanting to see. I'm wanting to see, like, whether SV. I think that's a, that's a fantastic idea. Yes. Put, putting 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 uh, the the weather information on there because then you'll be able to then people will be able to create hypotheses and then test them against the data that they have, and um, you can actually have much fairer exchanges of ideas and you know analysis. Rather than just one group, one one group of people who have access to a certain data, that then create their own now, sort of uh, yeah testing. Yeah, yeah, right, and it's the right, sharing exactly. of that data set. So 
I'm really glad you mentioned Weather SV because I, 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 the reason I get so excited about Weather SV is because just like your good self, you can see this potential. Um, people like you, we hear a lot of naysayers out there going, "Well, eh, weather is not important," but weather is probably one of the oldest data sets ever recorded. Right. right. Um, you know, since the very, very dawn of human civilization, I can only imagine the weather is. You know, it governs crops, it governs food. Right. It's been part of human history since the dawn of beginning. So the permanence Absolutely. of that data set. But what I'm excited about is that data set as big data being played with on the system. So, well, well, it to me, it's the analyzing of the data. Like it. data by itself isn't very um, valuable, mm -hmm. right? It's it's the only way. It, it's the way that you analyze and construct ana analyses of data that makes it valuable. So you could you could you and I could have the exact same set of data, but the way you look at the data and the way that I look at the data we could analyze it a different way and we could come up with different conclusions, right? So sometimes we won't, sometimes it'll be like mathematically proven that, but you can, you can structure data, um, you, you can analyze it, I should say, because ana the analysis of the data is the sort of um, subjective part, like how do you want to analyze the data? And, um, and then when you've got people who analyze data and then they put it on the blockchain themselves and then you've got other people looking at those analysis of data and then they put that on, then you really get, um, you really understand truth. And that's where I think a lot of people, when they talk about Bitcoin being like the truth machine, that, that, that that's how I'm seeing it. That, it's, that um, real data, real truth. Yeah. Right. Qualification of data. Right, right, exactly. The, and r r sorry, I was just gonna. Please. Right, right now, the way the the only people that can like handle big data are massive tech companies, and they, and they, and um, it, yeah, it's basically governments and and massive tech companies, and they don't let any outside people view it, yes. um, and that's because they want to have control and they want to. Um, or they know there's a there's a lot of power in that information, so um, by them not sharing it, uh, other people can't really view what the what the real truth is. Yeah, and and that's like how I don't know people get manipulated, and yeah. and it I don't know it, it it leads to a much worse society. So if we can put information on the blockchain uh, or data on the blockchain and let other people analyze it and use it the way they want to uh that has so much so much power and utility wow i know so, i'm really loving that because i i I'm, i think a lot of us see the same thing and it's an emerging unfolding reality of what bitcoin sv can do you know i'm, I'm looking forward to earthquake data coming on chain i'm looking forward to medical records coming on chain disease prevention you know mm -hmm. but i'm i'm you're absolutely right craig because the new data can be generated from the, you know, from the understanding of the most minuscule of data. But um, I, I, I just think it's a massive area. And I, I, th I think it's a huge value that BSV gives as a, a, utility, a utility value, you know, that it actually does something in the background. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, 
how, how are you with other people? Uh, is your colleagues or people in your community personally that you know are they are they clocked on to bsv or are you the only well, one well i told them about it but i think they're quite dismissive of it to be honest yeah, yeah. A lot they're, they're, they're they're just like yeah they, they listen but i know they don't really uh believe it and they probably just see it like bitcoin cash you know it's in the top 10 coin mm. it might be worth something um the the people that I know in the traditional uh, finance space mm. just see it as another asset class that they can sell, mm. which is kind of like the uh, exchanges, really. Yeah. They just see it as another asset class that people might be interested in, but they're not very interested in learning what it's about. Mm. And in their mind, they've heard the narrative of, oh, it's digital gold. You know, mm. it's digital gold. It's... Um, Anti-government decentralization. Right. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I, I think I think the, the word that yeah, sticks to their phrase is digital gold. That, yeah. That's kind of the... Um, which is kind of, uh, yeah, sad. It's, it it's, is sad. I, I, I got very angry uh, as an XBTCer when I started to see that narrative emerge. And I started to say to people, what's going on, people? Suddenly, we're going from money... And this new digital money to some digital gold, and we're all right, accepting right. this narrative. And yeah, which doesn't. I mean, I think even digital gold probably does more than sorry, uh, real gold probably does more than seven transactions a second, which is what <laughs> what, what what what. All right. We like, should have it, a live test where someone has a bar of gold and seven people sitting next to them, and we 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 race some Bitcoin BTC transactions to pass in a yeah. piece of physical gold. We know so who would win. Just, it's uh, the the only thing that I see that BTC beats gold at is like gold. Like BTC has a finance supply, right? Twenty one million. Yeah. Like gold, we could mine gold on um, yeah. asteroids in the in in the future, right? Yes. So then the supply of gold might like double, triple, quadruple. Yeah. And then there's like a flood of gold entering the market. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, BTC like it's uh. The only thing that I see it's used for right now is if you want to send a huge amount of money um, from like one country to another country. Like let's say you wanted to send like a yeah, billion dollars yeah, yeah. Over, over, over BTC. You can do that. Yeah. But like you can do that with other like, with vehicles too. Do it instantly with BSV. Well, yeah, you'd have to send like what? Half 12? the supply. <laughs> yeah yeah so it's not really not really feasible um but like why don't they there's like other vehicles that you could do it with you could do yeah. it with um you know treasury bonds you could do it with stocks like yeah. there's so many other ways that you can send value these days yeah. if it's in, like, in the billions of dollars so um yeah no to, to me bsv bitcoin the real bitcoin is um about um data data and information and uh the, the the merge of money like uh, the the economy the economy of data mm. right coin right exactly 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 yeah and um there's no system like like it not at all mm. not no no other cryptocurrency tries to do the same thing mm. and that's what that is actually what's the, the most interesting part of it 
the fact that it is this kind of data network, the monetization of data, the value given to data. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's all into one one system. Whereas you know we 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 have like a data system, mm -hmm. and then we have a money system, and they they connect at certain points. Mm. Um, and that makes it a lot more more fragile. And it's um, there's it, where it connects at those points is where sort of the the corruption happens. Mm. Whereas if you have the, the system all into one. Where, where money and data are intri intrinsically linked, yes, uh, then it, 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 yeah, it, it cannot be corrupted. Wow. Everybody is a player within that system. Yeah, um, I've really enjoyed this conversation. We're coming up to our last question, so I'm going I'm okay. to. I actually say, wanted to ask you a few questions. You can ask me any know. question you want, Craig. You ask me some questions. Go for it, buddy. So um, yeah, you mentioned your sort of yeah music platform. Yeah. Um, so, do you, so what's what's your vision? Like, what's your vision of, the, of 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 this music platform? What what are you trying to give to people? We're trying to give people the capability to monetize um, their media, and okay. we're trying to give them the the gift of instant, and and also um, so so as a musician, you have to wait up to six months to receive royalties, and it could be a thousandth of a penny per play which isn't a lot of money so we're we're absolutely focused as a as a business and a project uh, in enabling um, more tools for artists to re-empower themselves and to not be at the whim of not getting paid right um and and we are intending to build a metanet app that that lives perpetually on the blockchain as a device that enables uploading and downloading perpetually onto the blockchain and uh, whether I'm here on this planet or not that's our intention and we're wow. going to build a system that 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 uh, works as a, a protocol um, not a protocol a platform uh, 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 essentially in the application layer um, so it will sit on, on the the surface of Bitcoin and act as a conduit in and out of the system and uh, do a variety of different activities that content creators require. So we have to do it incrementally because Rome wasn't built in a day. And we're still, we're, we're trying to build a rocket that hasn't been invented yet with terrestrial tools when really we need, we need uh, anti-gravity propulsion systems. Right. In it, yeah. So we've got to wait for some of the components yeah. to be built before we can slot those into place. But we're building a bit of a stealth fighter. We know other people are building things. Um, ours is like a very specific rocket. So when it flies out of the, the barrel, it's going to land in the wall and explode. And uh, we're intending it to punch right through. And, uh, you know, we're building a community around it. We're building um, a lot of people. And we want everyone to be on that platform in BSV. We're going to try and take over BSV first. Then we're going to take over all the musicians. We're going to take over the other crypto music-based platforms and visual-based platforms. So Music Coin, Library, we're going to go after them. And then we're essentially going to bring all those artists back to BSV. And we're going to incentivize them by paying them better than anyone else out there. It's right. as simple as that. And, yeah, um, I think the music industry has been completely screwed in the last like oh, uh, twenty years. Yeah. Well, I think even in the last like, um, if you didn't own your own royalties, like even, even if Michael you do, Jackson, you might only make two percent. Even if you right, own yeah. your own royalties, unless, unless you're Ariana Grande, and I I have not got that much hair, as a lot of you people know, 
You know, um, only the top 10,000 artists probably on planet Earth make a, a reasonable income. And right now in this crazy situation, Craig, I mean, this is a perfect opportunity when every musician is sitting at home with no audience around him, her. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I think there's an opportunity. A crisis to me means opportunity. And... Uh, well, so I was going to say, from what I understand about the music industry is that you don't make money from, um, like, selling the, the actual... Uh, music you you make money from doing tours yes so, yes you, you get more money from barbie dolls <laughs> right <laughs> so right yeah you, like the merchandise yeah the merchandise the t-shirts the well, yeah. and stuff like that and and the music industry has evolved so remember the digitalization of music essentially and and other media formats has essentially dropped the whole market so the value of music has been decreased yeah i know you know, I know. which is a fascinating thing in itself and we could spend a few hours every musician um, knows that this problem uh, is is happening, but many musicians don't know why it's happening. You know, mm -hmm. it was only well, earlier. I, I would I would guess it's opinion. because of uh, like yeah, YouTube. Yeah. I, I I've not paid for music in like the last five years, uh -huh. so I'm probably uh, like sort of responsible for this too. Um, but that's well, because I, I would ask you as a user, I would ask you this question: When was the last media you paid for? Uh, well, I pay, I pay I pay for Netflix, so brilliant. I pay for Netflix. So you, you do um, pay for media, which is brilliant, and you get a great service from Netflix. Ne yeah, ne Netflix absolutely. do a, do a great job. Yeah, let's, yeah, for let's sure, be honest, for sure. everyone. I it's mean, really cheap. I mean, paying yeah. eight pounds eight pounds a month. Eight pounds a month. Yeah, 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 I think right, all right. Oh 4K, yeah. You know what more do you want as a user? Netflix did the job that we all needed. We said, look, we want we want to eat as much as we want. We don't want to have to keep going on some stupid torrent site and getting a load of viruses. You know, people don't want right, that. They right. just want media when they want it. And, and it's much easier, right? Like if you, tor like torrenting thing, you have to, technical. you know, prepare. Yeah, well, it's not just technical. It's it's not that hard. Like, mm -hmm. uh, you, you, uh, yeah, you have, to, you have to find the torrent and then you have to download it. And it takes a lot while to download. And yeah. then, um, yeah, exactly. You might get some uh, spyware. The, yeah. the, 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 the um, quality might be bad. Whereas, you know, when you get on Netflix, you just mm. open it up, mm. log in. Usually it's like auto logged in. Mm. Um, and then you just fire away. Yeah. And, and it gives you recommendations. Another yeah. thing, right? Based, uh, yeah, based on your interest. So, so right. okay. So I'll, I'll throw the question back because that, that is actually a great question. So, so one of the things that we've got is where the value of media has gone down and we've mm -hmm. gone from this traditional oral culture where musicians would play live to people in real spaces that's been gone that's been digitalized so now musicians are often haven't got a traditional audience the culture of music consumption in the west has changed so in japan for instance a lot of people still go and listen to live music live music and, and bar music you go in tokyo everywhere it's out on the streets right out yeah. on the streets people musicians lifeblood you know there is you know it's different the culture of music in in england is different from those in other countries so we've got challenges yeah. modern challenges but i i think i think this leads to a very interesting question and that you've you quite point you the value of media on the metanet so the reason i asked you that question what was the last media you bought was because i believe when someone wants information that they want, they do not mind paying for it. So Absolutely. One of, one of the things... Actually, I, I, rather, I, I would rather pay for it, even if it's a small amount, just because 
then you know you're supporting it like a, a, a good cause and that you're um that then it has actual value to you mm. and um Sorry, I didn't mean to. to, to well, I, I was going to say this. So you've you've again answered the question perfectly, right? But when we go to this MetaNet world, my question is, does it because people pay for content, yeah, which culturally people are not used to at the moment because they've got all these eat, all you can eat packages, yeah. Mm -hmm. My question is, is when you move to the MetaNet, value is rewarded economically. You produce, you produce a great radio station. I want to tune into it, Craig. I love listening to you. I'm willing to pay because I'm a fan of your content. Yeah, it forces people to pay for what they want. It increases the quality of content. Right, it right, increases right, exactly. the value. Right. So yeah, I was just—it's interesting that you bring this up because I was, this was something I was going to bring up. Was that um, I got a friend of mine. He's a, like 20 years older than me, mm. and um, he was saying that. Uh, well, maybe see, this is like the age difference but he thinks that music was much better like 30 years ago and now uh music has become very generic because music artists don't get paid for their work mm. um so then the, the only way that you can make money is yeah to go on tour you have to get big and you have to go on yeah. tour so the the any person that wants to get in the music industry are sort of automatically disincentivized economically, <laughs> which means that people don't create good music because yeah. they know they're not going to get paid. Yeah. So what's the point of creating good music yeah. instead of use generic music that anyone can sort of listen to? And I was like, hmm, that's actually quite an interesting... I, I um, would agree with that. And I would add to that. Get this, right? So, so one of the things that we've been doing a lot of research is about the kind of content being generated because of this new, this, this, this digital world, this centralized siloed digital internet that we currently exist in. So as in a case, an example, Spotify, some of the biggest artists on Spotify are not the traditional artists. They're people that make silly songs. Right. Oh, uh, really? The dog poo song. The, right, the okay. you know uh the 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 fart song what yeah? like the frog what was that called the, the frog uh, song yeah yeah something like that but people <sighs> people are writing songs that are stupid songs because that they gets get, stuck in your head yeah it's more hits you know like someone wrote a song called the dog poo song and it's just dog poo dog poo love love that you know or something stupid like that and, and it gets it, it makes it 28 the, the, baby, the baby shark one same thing too, well right? same stuff like that same stuff but like you're saying that quality goes down and people start trying to game the system because they realize it's not about quality music now it's about plays can i right. write a song with a stupid name can i write a song that's catchy can i write a song that follows an audio format that's going to get in your ear and make me you know in the 60s people were writing songs because they wanted to write a hit song that was going to going to be listened to by other humans and played so you know mm -hmm. some of the greatest songs we know Elvis, Beatles, Rolling Stones, Pink Floyd, list goes on, yeah? All of them British artists, might I say, apart from Elvis. Well, I also think that it was kind of like um, a way to speak the truth and rebel and like be a way to open the mind of the, the, the masses. Mm. Um, and now it's just a way to, yeah, get music is just a way, like a, like a, a beat. It's yeah. just a beat or a rhythm and that it's not so much about the uh uh what's it like the societal or cultural message yeah yeah uh, it, uh, whereas before they were sort of real displays of yeah maybe defiance yeah social cultural 
Uh, um, it was the counterculture. That's probably the word I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 because of the economic music uh, media-based system we live in today, that makes the humans respond to it differently to game the system to be economically rewarded. Right. So the songs being generated are not being generated for the same reason. They're being generated purely to to hook into the commercial right. apparatus of today. That's why many of us are looking at this new metanet system that's emerging on bitcoin and saying well look if this if this turns the paradigm of of ownership of media to oneself you know craig you're in charge of the media you produce you're rewarded economically you know your quality as a content creator will increase so i'm fascinated by how this metanet is going to emerge i think it's going to make less spam more quality and and it's going to enable economic growth because of those factors and re the re-emergence of that social, cultural um, usage of music in a more eloquent way for our society, which currently we missed. And some would say is metaphysically shallow because of that. Music yeah, has yeah. become spiritually shallow. I agree. I agree. And sometimes, yeah. Yeah. yeah in, in, I, mean, I, I still enjoy listening to you know modern music but it yeah, doesn't have the same um yeah exactly like the 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 spiritual or the um yeah the 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 the, the deepness of it so uh, yeah and, and and i guess you can only do that if the uh sort of economics and the uh, uh, oh, the the awareness of the um pieces in the in, uh, music industry change i think i think there would be a lot of benefits to the music industry to to use this new technology um and it would better serve the music industry uh, for what they essentially want they want to make more profit you make more profit by better quality content you get sure. more fans you, you have more social movements you know i i was reading about brian adams a song he wrote called everything i do i do it for you he wrote this song oh, yeah, in like 20 minutes it's the it's the biggest song to have consecutive number one uh in the charts in the uk historically wow. saying like okay. 17 weeks yeah world wow. record something like that okay wow. and and the song is composed yeah i was i was trying to understand the composition structure you know the piano it was originally a massive instrumental that they cut down side it pushed it all together so it had all of the elements of a great hit song you know, mm -hmm. when all these humans listen to it, it doesn't matter whether you're from Germany, whether you're from Spain, whether you, you know, wherever you are in the world, you're going to go, do you know what? That sounds beautiful to my ears, yeah. you know, and, and that is the, the power of music that's beyond traditional language and, and why we need music and media. And I, I'm, I'm very excited. We've come to the final part. I, I would actually love to yeah. invite you to our roundtable tomorrow Craig, because we're going to get a few people together and we're going to really mix it up and have a bit of a chat about BSB. And I've really enjoyed this conversation. We've had a lot of great comments. Um, so I'll send you an invite tomorrow. About 2 p.m. we do our roundtable Friday. Uh, but okay. I'm going to ask you for a final thought, an inspirational comment, maybe some feedback to the space. Give us a final thought, Craig. Um, be, be patient. Um keep working hard and um, reach reach for your dreams. I love it. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Bitcoin SV channel. My name's Captain Bitcoin. You can call me Shem. This is Craig. We've had an incredible conversation. We will be in touch soon. Say there, Craig. We'll have a quick chat after show. Have a great one, people. Love